So earlier this week, I was listening to a discussion with a group of other dads, and they were talking about some extreme situation where, um, given the circumstances, that they would actually kill to feed their children. And it's, again, that's totally extreme, and I understand the sentiment, but what I don't quite agree with is where they were coming from. And I'm not so sure that they understood that if you ended up in a situation like that, what, what would those circumstances demand of you? Where would your body be? Where would your mind be? Where would the state of your emotional uh, fitness be? And, and would you be able to have the capacity as a man to do something like that? And are you prepared for that mentally uh, and emotionally? And I want to talk a little bit. I go into a couple of things uh, about like the emotional freeze and decision skipping. Uh, and then I take you into a couple of thought exercises that I really want to introduce to you as a, as a fellow father. Um, that'll help you kind of um, inspire further discussions. And it's a really great thought exercise. Welcome to the Close Quarter Dad podcast. Discussions about raising your kids with confidence, safety, and resilience. I'm your host, Adam Mitchell, and I hope you enjoy this episode. The other day, I was overhearing a discussion between a couple of colleagues of mine, and they were talking about how they would kill in a, in a situation where their children were starving, and they would kill to get food for their children. Now, the sentiment there is certainly in place, and I think any father can relate to that feeling. But the reality is, is I kind of question these men and their own personal capacity to quite understand what it is that they were talking about. But given the circumstances of extreme poverty, of economic meltdown, of society shutdown, of, of a situation where it, someone could be projected into that scenario, as crazy as it may sound, let's just go there for a minute. And let's test our own capacity and let's sort of have an internal dialogue about whether or not we would have the capability of doing that. So there's a couple things that I want to introduce to you. And if you're part of my Close Quarter Dad program, then you've already been introduced to these principles. They're called the decision skip and the ethical freeze. Now, the decision skip is in a situation or a scenario where you are faced with something that you don't quite understand and you can't quite make sense of the situation. You don't have a good read on the situation and you keep asking yourself, well, what if, well, what if, well, what if, well, what if, and it's like a skipping record over and over and over again. A person will get there because they basically don't have enough intelligence or they've never been indoctrinated to this situation before and they start looking for reasons or excuses to not go there versus being a concise decision maker and taking action with immediacy. So the decision skip and making that immediate choice to get to the desired outcome with the quickest and the quickest means possible is one thing. The second and more importantly is what's called the ethical freeze. As I was listening to these men talk about this in their fantasy world, I kind of sat back and I listened and I started to really think, do these men have what it takes in a situation like that to be able to understand how to function, how to operate? Because the reality is, God forbid, if there's a situation where they ever have to go to whatever means necessary to provide food for their children, why is it going to the level of killing? Why isn't it going to a place of being able to barter or being able to, to steal? Or why isn't it prostituting yourself or some, one of your children? I mean, why aren't you having that discussion? Why does it go all the ways to the point of killing another person? And I think the reason for that is because we're so indoctrinated to the act of killing or to taking a life through entertainment and through media. And I would invite you to take a, a moment and reconsider 
other means in that situation. What about, do you have the capacity to be able to protect your family before that consideration is needed? Because that's very important. Those men certainly didn't have it. They wouldn't know what to do in a situation like that because these men were unhealthy. They were unfit. Um, they just didn't, they, they, they weren't people who lived in that space or had these types of questions uh, or discussions that we're having right now. They wouldn't quite understand how uh, uh, the, the, the community, a band of people that would have to immediately come together for preservation purposes, for continuity purposes, and for community, and to be able to protect each other. They have no idea about that type of framework. But then also comes those other questions. Well, what happens when you're involved in a black market or an underground market where food just is not readily available or food is being uh, maintained by someone uh, or some group and they have complete control of supply lines? And what happens if it does come to a point which is certainly uh, quite common in some parts of the world where maybe you do have to prostitute yourself or give some something uh, of yourself or of one of your family members in exchange for survival resources? Have you ever asked yourself those questions? Well, if you're going to have that discussion and if you're going to be that guy around the barbecue that says, well, I'll kill, I'd kill someone if my children was starving, well, then I want you to think. I want you to do some thought exercises. What other uncertainties could happen? in a situation like that, such as demands being made on you by a group of marauders or people who overpower you so that you can actually eat. Now, all I'm suggesting that you do is if you're going to have these discussions, you have them with some reality in mind. And if your buddies are having this discussion and they're saying these things, and I'd like you to introduce these other variables into that discussion and ask about their own personal capacity. How well do they understand situations like that? And ask about the different variables, the different circumstances. What actually comes, what happens before a situation, a last resort situation where you have to kill someone for food for your children? Where are you at that point? Where is your mind? What have you already gone through? What level of fatigue is your body going through right now? Where is your, you know, things like blood sugar level or lack of sleep or overexposure? Where are you? And will your body actually be able to function at a level where you can take another person's life if you've never done that before? And then what happens afterward? What happens when this becomes the norm? What happens when you become so complacent with that action, it now becomes almost something that's expected? What are the withdrawals? What's the traumatic outcome of that? You may think that, well, you know, I'll deal with that later, but do you understand this now if you're gonna have that type of discussion is what I'm inviting you to consider right now. Now, I understand it's a dark topic, but the reality is, is so many men like us go around having these fantasy discussions when there's a valuable opportunity for them to explore their own personal capacity as a father, as a man, as a protector, as a guide, and as a guardian of their children. And God forbid, what if they ever are in a situation that would demand that they take actions so extreme as that? What comes before that? What happens during that? What are the variables that they may encounter? And what are the outcomes of that afterwards? Have you considered those? Well, I would invite you to do your own research. And I would invite you to understand what happens before, during, and after. And all the variables that could surround each one of those stages of any situation like that. So I really want to thank you for spending a couple minutes with me. And hopefully this time inspired you to think things through a little bit more deeply rather than just at the superficial level. And that's what I'm really trying to motivate you to do. And next time you hear these superficial discussions, add your thoughts in there with 
reality. Don't let those discussions be superficial. Don't become dark, but introduce the reality of what it is that these other dads and these men are saying. And that's all I'm asking you to do. So I hope this is a great thought exercise for you. And I look forward to communicating with you further. I want to thank you for spending time with us on this episode today. It's truly appreciated. I hope you got some value from it. If you want to go ahead and leave any comments or questions, reach out to me directly. I personally answer all of the questions that you have. If you know someone like yourself who may find value in this episode, then please go ahead and share it. We'd also like to ask you to subscribe to Close Quarter Dad. This way you get updated every time a new episode comes out wherever you're listening to this episode. Thank you so much once again, and we'll see you on the next episode of Close Quarter Dad.